Holly G with the Golf Insiders. Today's guest is one of our favorites. He's been on the road, and he's going to fill us in on uh, all things regarding the men's tour, the senior tour, the ladies' tour. He's got it all covered. Jeff Babineau from PGA.com and The Morning Read. Hey, Babs. Hey, Holly G. Well, let's start with the memorial. John Rahm, who isn't just feeling his pain after uh, that unfortunate uh, news that he had tested positive for COVID on Sunday at Jack's Place up in Ohio. Looks like he was going to run away with the tournament after an amazing round on Saturday. Um, your thoughts on how that all went down? Yeah, I mean, what a crazy Saturday, right? I mean, um, watching that, I was watching the golf. CBS is going off the air. Jim Nance is signing off. And obviously, John Rahm is down off the 18th green getting some kind of devastating news. Uh, CBS smartly stayed on until it found out that he was actually, uh, he was going to be withdrawn from the tournament because of the COVID-19 test and that he'd been being traced all week. Uh, but it was crazy. It totally changed that event. I'm thinking, wow, it's going to be a boring Sunday. I, I was going to be flipping from the U.S. Women's Open over to Memorial back and forth. Right. It's tough, tough that they make us make those decisions. Oh, I know. But, uh, you know, and all of a sudden, wow, you had a golf tournament. You had a crazy happenstance going on. And uh, it was a tough day for John Rahm, for sure. Yeah, and the chance to repeat at mm. Memorial, not an easy task. Yeah, you know, and, and I look at this season, and I'm still, you know, if you went to the last major when we were at, when we were at the PGA, I think there's a big theme this season. I mean, who's going to jump up and grab the season? Right? Who, whose season is this? And I don't think we really have anyone yet. Um, we sure have it. Gets, it gets shuttled around, right? Justin Thomas wins a big one. Hideki wins a big one. And, you know, we, we have these, these different moments. Bryson. Uh, you know, Phil steps forward, Bryson. But who, who's taking the season? So this was going to be a big push by John Rahm to win a huge event. You know, Memorial is one of those, just beyond the majors, one of those events that you really want to win. You want to win at Jack Nicklaus's place. And it was going to be a big momentum builder for him. And all of a sudden, you know, he's out of the picture, and and uh, it's just muddled again. So, you know, I think we had a, we had a chance there for someone to step forward a little bit. Uh, Patrick Cantlay did on Sunday and won, but I'm still waiting for someone to step up and say, hey, this is my season. Yeah, we've been waiting for, you know, Jordan to notch another big one uh, after – winning in Texas and seeming to be back on track. Um, you know, of course, we've got Xander Shopley and Colin Morikawa. Uh, Morikawa, you know, playing great. And it did basically come down to a duel between he and Cantley on Sunday. He, um, you know, he puts himself there. He's such a big ball striker, Colin Morikawa. You know, we were, we were talking a little before we went on with the podcast here on uh, what strikes me with a couple of these young guys, they hit it so well. Victor Hovland and Colin Morikawa come to mind, and, and they don't always bury the putts. And, 
usually that's when you do putt well when you're younger and fearless and don't have all this scar tissue. But, I mean, if I'm calling Morikawa, I mean, I, I have to improve my putting because my ball striking is so good and his iron play is so good. He's going to keep putting himself there. And he's going to build himself into a lot of heartbreak if he contends but can't get it done with the putter. So uh, he's an interesting player. I mean, those weeks he gets even just putts middle of the road, he's going to contend. So, you know, look at those guys. And, and he didn't um, certainly didn't make enough putts to, to edge past Cantlay, who's you know, another one of those players who's on that bubble of the, you know, is he going to be one of the big things out there? He, he certainly hits it great and has the pedigree, too. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it morphed into quite a Sunday and, a, and quite an exciting matchup, but you know, it was drama we would not have expected as we watched John Rob pull away on Saturday. Well, we've uh, got a new event, uh, I guess a one-off that's been squeezed into the schedule because the Canadian Open has been canceled again uh, for the second time in two years, Babs. Uh, just shows, again, between John Rahm and, you know, the cancellation of their biggest championship up in Canada, the pervasiveness still of uh, COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of our oldest, it's one of the oldest national championships. And um, it's, uh, you know, a great list of winners there with Nicholas and Trevino and all through the years. And so Canada being shut down the way it is, opened up a date on the schedule. Uh, this Congaree course is uh, certainly interesting. You know, it's filled in the schedule. It's been a big, big summer and spring for South Carolina. Uh, you know, sure playing, playing the Hilton Head and having a major with the PGA Championship and Phil jumping through and now having another big event. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And you have DJ there, you have Brooks Kepka there. Uh, but it's, it's a lighter field. A lot of guys kind of resting up for uh, what we're going to have at the U.S. Open coming up. So, um, But a lot of people are kind of interested to see that golf course. So it'll be... Uh, so an interesting viewing this weekend. Congaree Golf Club, Richland, South Carolina. Uh, know anything about the design, or uh, seems to be uh, one of those sort of private, off-the-radar places? Private, private, private. I, mean, I think two billionaire, member, two billionaire owners slash loan members that invite some folks uh, there. Um, and I mean, Tom Fazio design. Lots of length, 7,600-plus yards, which seems like that's how it goes these days. Um, I'm sure it's in pristine condition. And it's, you know, one of those weeks where guys go and don't know a lot about it. It's, it's interesting, right? I mean, it's not, you don't go in there with eight years of previous, you know, tournament knowledge or something like that. So it kind of opens things up. It's exciting. It's $7.3 million out there on the table and another million three to win it. So it's, uh, it's going to be a big week for somebody. Well, it's uh, Dustin Johnson's home state. Perfect place to get back on track before the U.S. Open. He says putting's been his problem, Babs. These guys are, you know, some yeah. of them are trying everything. You look at these, you know, these different grips and, um, you know, 
the ways they're arm locking to the left, arm locking to the right. I, I can't keep up with it. <laughs> well, Zane, Zane Shockley was in the top ten in putting and went to the arm lock last week, which was interesting. So, yeah, a lot of tinkering. A lot of players were different. You know, I see different you know, guys that were blade guys with mallets and vice versa. And, uh, you know, Cantlin was always kind of a blade guy. and He had a mallet going when he won. Um, and, you know, like I say, Shockley arm locking. Uh, it's just interesting. And, it's and he's, been, just, he's been critical, Babs, about the yeah. fact that he thinks arm locking should have been part of the, the anchor band. I agree. I mean, if you go out and mess around with it, it seems like arm locking is more of a of an anchoring type uh, motion than the old anchoring to the chest. Um, but that wasn't addressed when when anchoring was disallowed. Um, but yeah, you just see a lot of guys tinkering and messing around, new grips, and you know, Mark Howitz had a new grip this year. That was encouraged by Mark O'Meara. Uh, just a lot of a lot of different stuff, but we're all waiting for DJ to kind of come out of his slumber, right? It's been kind of a mystery. This guy is very consistent. He always contends. He's always there. Great ball striker, but he doesn't have a very good history in his home state, and uh, we haven't seen him play very well in a few months. So, you know, maybe it's the putting. Who knows? But uh, something has to get him going because there's some some real big events around the corner that he wants to start. Uh, working toward. Well, it'll be interesting, certainly, to see how Brooks Kepka is playing uh, since his uh, duel with Phil down the stretch with, yeah. you know, what I would say was his C game. <laughs> I mean, he was still, you know, in the mix, but uh, speaking of in the mix and mixing it up, he and Bryson have been kind of going at it. You think this is and a little then, manufactured, Ben? I don't know. You know, if it is, it's a great little campaign because they've certainly pulled everybody into it. Sure uh, have. Phil, Phil winning the PGA at 51 last, or nearly 51, lasted about two days, and then the whole world, golf world, turned over to Brooks and Bryson, right? Yeah, we just want uh, we just want that that uh, rivalry, you know that that yeah. feud of some sort. I guess, I guess. Who knows? Um, I mean, Brooks needs to win a little more, I think, to before he's he's popping off at other guys. I mean, he threw the gauntlet out at uh, DJ the previous year at the PGA, and. And actually, that, that started a run of kind of three majors where you know, Brooks was the ultimate closer in those big ones. And then we've got three in a row now where he didn't get the job done on Sunday, including the, the last two PGAs. So he needs to get himself on track. And, I, yeah, I'm okay with some playful fun and banter. And I, I don't know if it's playful or not. But when it crosses over into affecting somebody's workplace, which it did with Bryce and Memorial, then... Yeah, I think somebody needs to step in and kind of, kind of back up a little bit. So yeah, poor, we'll poor form there yeah. on the on the yeah, we'll part of fans. It's not, it's not typical of our gentlemanly, gentlewomanly game. That's right? right. That's right. Well, next week is the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Um, so great to have it, you know, back in the regular slot over Father's Day, and. Um, 
Philly Mick, the, the stories of uh, his many uh, runner-ups at the U.S. Open. What do you think, Babs? Is he is he going to well, get the I mean, career Grand Slam? Well, yeah, I mean, certainly we started the year uh, wondering if he would even be able to play at the U.S. Open, and Phil initially was saying he would not accept the sponsor exemption, or not a sponsor, a, a special exemption. Uh, then he received one and, and took it. Then he wins the PGA and doesn't need it. Uh, so, and, and you know he's going to, you know, he didn't play Memorial this week because he was, he was working toward Tory. He hasn't really been in love with that place since it was redone and a lot of length was added. True. Uh, but, he, but he has a special connection to that place in his heart. He has a, I think he's a great U.S. Open player, even without a trophy. Anyone who can be a six-time runner-up certainly has figured out the formula. So, you know, I mean, you talk about a positive thing for the golf universe. If Phil Mickelson gets himself in the hunt there into the weekend, it seems like that would be a lot of fun. Look out. I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a story of a, you know, whole other magnitude, as we know. That's right. Well, and other related news to that, Ricky Fowler, who seemed like, you know, he's been trending back in the right direction, um misses qualifying for the U.S. Open, Babs. You surprised? No, I mean, yes and no. It's hard. I mean, a 36-year-old qualifier is a hard deal, and he was right there. He needed to make, I think he needed to make like three birdies coming in. He ended up making two of them, and his last-ditch gasp effort to make birdie at the last ended up on the edge of the cup. Uh, so he certainly tried. Um, He's playing. He's playing fine. He played nicely at Memorial. He played really nice at the PGA. You know, he made a bogey on the 72nd hole, or that would have got him into the Masters uh, for next year and taken that headache out of the way. So, he, I think he's he's on the right track and he's making strides. And uh, I like the way he's going about it. He's you know he's got his head down. He's working hard. He's always worked hard. And I, I don't expect him to be, uh, I don't think he's really that far off from getting himself back in the top 50 and, and not having to worry about getting into these big events. Funny, he was saying, uh, if Tiger is home, I'm I'm sure uh, maybe I'll go hang with him and Charlie yeah. <laughs> and, and watch, the, watch the tournament. I thought that was, yeah. was pretty well, funny. I mean, he showed at the PGA, I mean, he has, he, he finished tied for eight there. So you're talking about a guy who has a game to show up at Torrey Pines and win, and he's not in the tournament. So that's that's going to kill you, you know, really. I mean, it's not like you're you're way far away and trying to figure out how you're even going to keep it anywhere near a fairway or something. Uh, or if you have, you know, the bad putting yips and you know you can't get in the hole, these things. I mean, this guy who knows if he went there, he would have a chance to win at that tournament, and he's not in the field, and uh, that's that's definitely it's a wake up call. I mean, he said as much. It's a big wake up call for him. So he'll work hard. He'll get back there. Uh, I'm not too worried about Ricky. Yeah, it will be the first uh, first U.S. Open he'll miss since 2010. But also shows, you know, how difficult it is, and how many. You know, players out there that are looking to get to the next level, Babs, um, you know, what it takes to compete and get into our national championship. 
Yeah, I mean, I think one of the guys missing out with Ricky, and I because they went over next to Dad, I didn't end up seeing all the final results, but I think Keegan Bradley was one of those guys just outside, and I mean, if you think about it this year, I mean, we've seen a lot of Keegan Bradley, it seems, on the weekend at golf tournaments, kind of knocking on the door and being around contention, and there's a guy, another guy who's not going to be at the U.S. Open, so it, it is a hard tournament, you know, half the spots are, are open to qualifying, and I love that about the event. you got to work your way in there. You're going to show up on a Monday and play 36 holes. Uh, Jason Day is the name. There's a lot of – there's you can put out a pretty good tournament with the names that aren't in the U.S. Open. Right. On that same week, right? So uh, I, I love it that way. You know, you got to earn every bit of it and, and get in there. And, and once you're in there, you got a shot to win it. So. Well, you were speaking about uh, the golden golfer now uh, – Almost 51. Phil will turn 51 uh, the week of uh, the U.S. Open. Mm. And uh, I know you've been out covering some of the Champions Tour. Fill us in because, boy, that tour just keeps getting more and more fun to watch with with the depth of players. I mean, look at Phil. He was, you know, he crossed over and won the first two events. You've got the likes of Steve Stricker and Padre Harrington who were playing so well in the PGA Championship. I mean, you know, this is fun stuff. Alex Checa winning his tournament. Yeah, Alex Checa, back-to-back majors. I, I went to the PGA, and then I went to the senior PGA, which is at Southern Hills, which will be a great U.S. Open, or, uh, I'm sorry, a great PGA Championship venue next year. Uh, they've held a bunch of PGA Championships. Maybe that's their sixth or so. Um, and, you know, it would have been interesting if, if Phil had gone from the PGA to the senior PGA. He went to Colonial. But uh, Alex Chick is a hot guy out there. You know, he's a youngster. It's always good. It's a good place to be a rookie. Yeah. 50 and you're fresh and your legs are good and, and off you go. And he's just so excited. He's a guy who's fought his whole life and now he's won back-to-back majors on a Champions Tour, which is really cool. I think he won once and fought in 14 starts on the regular tour. But I, I love getting out there. I love seeing those guys. I mean, I, you know. You covered a lot of them. Tonight. Yeah, we covered a lot of them. So when I see a Billy Andrade or Jerry Kelly or Steve Stricker, uh, it's fun to get caught Rocco, up. Rocco. Gotta Rocco, love Rocco. Rocco. Yeah. We got Rocco out there. I did with my buddy Marco Dawson a few times. Uh, I love it. Those guys get it. They have great stories. They're very cooperative, um, and it's it's awesome. And they have, you know, this week they're at Stricker's Place. You know, he's doing his event in Wisconsin. He's a busy guy. He's got a Ryder Cup around the corner. Sure is. He's playing pretty well. So, I mean, he's probably going to be the guy to beat this week at home. Uh, he certainly contends a lot. And, uh, you know, if, if there were another year and he wasn't a captain, I think he'd be somewhere on the radar to, to maybe even – look at him as a possibility for a pick, but he, he's, he's certainly not going to do double duty. Um, but, yeah, it's just fun to watch out there. It's, it's good quality of golf. Now, they played on a demanding test, Southern Hills, and uh, they, they got a great winner. So, uh, you know, fun stuff out there. And Alex Jekyll will try to make it. Uh, you know, they have this run of three more major championships coming up quickly, and he's going to try to add to his uh, trophy case. Yeah. We are uh, in the 
height of the season and so yes. much so much golf coming at us here in the next couple of months you know including the olympics and the Ryder cup and oh my goodness right jeff we uh, we can't we can't get enough golf that's for sure so sure. Who's, who's your pick this weekend in south carolina well, I'm going with a South Carolina guy, and it won't be Dustin Johnson, because I don't know why, but he doesn't play that well at home. But I'll, I'll take old Kevin Kisner. Ooh. It might be a big golf course for him. but Kiz. uh He'll be exciting to play, you know, not far from where he grew up, and, and uh, he'll have a good time with it. And Let's see. If it's a putter hot, you can contend anywhere. Well, I like that pick, and, uh, you know, he's, he's – uh, He's one of those tenacious golfers that is just fun fun to watch. Yeah. All right, Babs, always yeah. great to spend time with you. And, uh, hey, go Bruins. I know no uh, Bruins. you're from uh, the Boston area. And, yeah. uh, you know, hey, they may be facing the lightning. Backs to the wall. I hope we face the lightning. I hope we face somebody after tonight. Well. So we'll see. Backs to the wall. Let's we'll do it. Fun. All right. Thanks, my friend. Talk to you soon. You got it. All right. See you all again.